0: welcome to another episode of mornings with marla i am in my little yoga closet again and i have (laughs) electricity now which is great so i got you know the whole setup my computer can be charged my ring light can be on it's all good in here but it looks kind of funny from the video um which i probably won't post on youtube but you never know i look like i'm in like this little tunnel kind of thing um but anyway, today I wanted to come on and talk about the power of positive thinking in a way that as best as I can won't sound like spiritual bypassing because I know there's so many pieces to this and um I've just really felt my manifestation powers on fucking point this last like week or two um and it feels really good so I just wanted to share with you guys um kind of how That thought process goes for me and how it works and everything, but everything in my life just seems like it's falling into place right now. And it feels so good. And not to say like, this has just been a really phenomenal week. Um, Not to say next week will be the same. I'm just riding this wave as it comes. And I have just been given so many yeses from the universe. Um, The past week I would say that I'm just like what is happening um so first of all super exciting news is Matt and I got engaged and yeah I want to say some pieces about this and I just don't really know where to start, but, um, it was definitely a surprise. Like we, he asked me on Thursday night, I think we got engaged on Sunday night, but he asked me Thursday night, um, if I wanted to go on a fancy dinner date with him and like, he's like, make sure you get dressed up. Like it's going to be a nice dinner. And I was like, Oh, awesome. We haven't done this in a long time. Um, so, you know, the weekend I went shopping, got a new dress, new shoes, a new purse, painted my nails. Like, um, wax my legs which is a whole nother piece um of the woman body hair kind of thing which I can rabbit hole down a little bit later but um so we get all dressed up and um let me back up okay so Sunday morning <laughs> we have been looking for rental houses which in Boulder is impossible basically like any house that comes out if it's not for sale it will all the houses sold right now are gone within like 12 hours with you know eight eighty thousand dollars cash over asking price just like impossible to buy right now basically Um, unless you have like a really big bank account <laughs> um, and can come, up, come in swooping in with a big offer. So rentals are kind of similar because people are moving here and trying to find a house, but then they need to rent before they can figure out how to buy because the market is so insane right now. Um, so when you look at rentals online, it's like there's 150 applications per house. Um, And so I posted on like a Facebook group and I was like, Hey, we're looking for a rental. Um, This is our budget. You know, we want like three to five bedrooms and um, a backyard fenced in dogs have to be allowed. Um, So we wanted a fenced in backyard within a price range with X amount of bedrooms that allowed animals and we had a lot of boxes to tick. (laughs) And um, this woman posted back and got in contact with me and she had met me at a client's house very briefly. It was like her last day of maternity leave. Um, And so Sunday we went to see the house and she's like, just to let you know, I'm showing it to a lot of other people too. And I was like, fuck, are we going to get this? Um, But I was holding the vision so hard in my head of just being in this backyard because just from the pictures it looked amazing like I can build a garden um the dogs will have it. it's just going to be such a game changer with the animals because right now when we wake up in the morning you know someone has to bring them out to the dog park and you have to look out the dog park make sure there's no other dogs there um and it just takes takes this chunk of my morning that um can be a little frustrating. It can be a little frustrating between me and Matt and our relationship um, and, you know, who's going to take the dogs out this morning, who has the most time. And so it's kind of taken me out of my morning routine a little bit. Whereas like, instead of immediately being able to go to my yoga room and meditate and do yoga, I have to make sure the dogs go out to the bathroom, make sure their food's soaking and get them breakfast and then by that time it's like okay I need breakfast and then by that time it's like oh shoot I have no time to go in my yoga room anymore um and so to be able to open a back door and just let the dogs to go out to the bathroom is just going to be such a game changer um so anyway Sunday morning we go look at this house and it's absolutely perfect except it has one bathroom that's our only (laughs) issue is we're gonna have to be deciding who gets to use the bathroom first in the morning um But it was just so perfect. The people who live in there currently have just crystals everywhere. They're playing Trevor Hall. And I'm like, do you like Trevor Hall? Because I love him. And she's like, no, we don't like Trevor Hall. We love Trevor Hall. And we happen to be at Red Rocks at the same show. And she's like, oh, it'll be such good energy if you guys move in. And just amazing. Um, The family's amazing that owns it. And she's super sweet. And um, The only qualm we had there was there's a May 1st move in. They wanted May 1st move in date and our rent isn't um, uh, done until June 7th or something. Um, So she's like, you guys go discuss like if you can make that happen and let me know. And then we got home and discussed. We were like, "Okay, let's make this happen. Like we want this house. Um, So I texted her right away and I was like, hey, the house is beautiful. Like we'll, we'll make May 1st move in date if happen, if that's the make or break. And within an hour, she was like, the house is yours so we got the rental which is just beyond exciting um I'm just there's like oh, there's like a finished shed in the back that has like carpet and an AC unit and electricity hooked up and drywall. And I think I'm going to put a ceramic studio in there, which I've just been like calling in so hard. Like, I just want to meet someone who has a ceramic studio that'll let me come and play. Or like, I'm I, if you've seen my Instagram posts, I've just been like missing it so much um so there's that and then there's three bedrooms so we can have a guest bedroom matt can have his office and then we'll have our room um guest bedroom slash marla's office and then i get my art space and like they were so happy about us wanting to garden and put flowers and they're like you can till it up like whatever you need like we're pro gardening um so we landed that and then you know dinner happens and in the back of my mind i'm just like We went to this place. Well, it was a surprise. We went to this place called Flagstaff House, I think. Um, And it's up in the mountains in Boulder, overlooking, like, the whole county. It's just stunning. And then they sat us at this table that was, like, front and center of everything. And I was like, how do we get this table? And I was like, I don't know. It's luck. Um, And we're sitting there, and, and, like, you know, it's a four-course dinner. Matt's just, like, go ham, get a bottle of wine, like, whatever. Like, let's just celebrate um, and in the back of my mind, I'm like, is he going to propose? And then I'm just like, no, there's no fucking way. We've talked about this. We said like two years from now, you know, like we'll get married in two years, blah, blah, blah. So I get up to go to the bathroom and I come back and sit down like before dessert comes and, um, he starts fumbling in his pocket. (laughs) I'm like, what are you doing right now? You're not doing this. What? And then he's like, oh, I should probably get down on one knee. And I was like, oh my God, I don't even remember what he said. I was in such shock. And like, you have this vision in your mind. I feel like as like the little girl in me is coming out so hard right now. Um, Like the fairy tale, like, oh, uh, what was my vision when I was little? Like, how is this going to happen? Um, And It doesn't go as your vision is, of course, because expectations leads to disappointment. So I never try and expect anything. Like I had these thoughts like, okay, it's in the back of my mind. Like this could potentially happen. Um, but I don't want to get attached to that outcome because then if it doesn't happen, I'm going to be disappointed. Um, and so when he got down, I was just like, what the fuck? (laughs) Um, but he's like, did you say yes? And I was like, yes, of course. Um, and so yeah, it was just really special. Not only did we get the rental house, but we got engaged and we're just like giddy about it. And I feel like it has, I don't know. I've had friends ask me like, how are you feeling? Are you feeling secure about this? Is this something you really want? And I'm just like, I, it took me a couple of days to just like sit within it, but um, we had to bring the ring back on. So we got engaged Sunday night, went Monday morning together because it needed to get resized smaller um which is so funny he stole a ring off of my right like ring finger um to to match the size and I didn't even know (laughs) and then I asked for it back like a week later and he's like oh yeah here you go so obviously my right hand finger is a little bit bigger than my left one but Um, so I just got it back today actually, which is really exciting because I was just like texting him and I'm like, I feel like I'm longing for something. Something's missing on my finger. And like, I feel like this isn't official until I have the ring on, you know? Um, and so I was like going to call on Wednesday and he's like, Marla, they said a week, like you need to calm, calm down a little. And I'm like, but he's like, you only had it for 12 hours. I'm like, but, (laughs) um, and so we got the call today that it was ready. So it took a little less than it week which is super exciting and I finally have it on my finger um and I feel like this has just I don't know like brought this deeper level of security within our relationship not that I didn't feel secure before but it's just like this up level in life like okay like you found this partner and we went to breakfast the day after to like you know just spend the morning together and I just was looking across the table, like, I get to look at your face for the rest of my life. This is amazing. Um, and I just feel like it's opened this this space in my heart. Like my heart feels like a level of healing has occurred and like a level of openness. And I know some of you have listened to the podcast about like um Sam's passing away and stuff like that. And I just I just feel so blessed that after something like that happened in my life. And like, that was one of my soulmates. Like, I feel like I found another one and it just feels so good and like, so open and, and so safe and so exciting. Um, and yeah, it's just been a really phenomenal week. So after all of this happened, um, you know, we're going to move into a new house. We get engaged. Um, it's just like the yeses have been coming in so hard and I have been like, I see 1111 almost every day. And every time I see it, I I did a whole podcast about like my, I'm open to receive miracles mantra. Um, and I've just been holding onto that really tight and like really just holding the vision of what our future looks like and holding the vision of the play in the backyard and the gardening and the studio space. And it's just been Uh, really good Uh, (laughs) um I just feel like all the pieces are really falling into place and it's pretty amazing and um then I woke up I feel like there's a bunch of things that have happened um one of the one of the cool things that like I went what day was it Friday morning maybe no Thursday um I went to go, my laptop keys are a little sticky. So I was going to go to the MacBook store to get that checked out to see if it's just like, they can blow the little airy gadget under there and get the dust out. Um, And I went to the Apple store and my appointment actually wasn't there. So I get there and I'm a little late. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry I'm late. I have an appointment. Um, And they were like, Oh, you're at the wrong place, and I was like, "Shit!" (laughs) So I called the the Mac Shack, is where I was supposed to go, and I called them. They're like, "No problem. You don't even need an appointment. It's just kind of like logistics. Just come in." Um, And as I was going back to my car, I was listening to um, uh, Boney Bear's Reslacks or "Restacks," and that was that. That was one of those songs that like helped me heal so much through the death of Sam, and it was like my go-to all the time. And for me. Sam's when I see a crow I know he's like there in presence kind of blessing me with where I'm at and what's going on and it just kind of brings me his memory and so as I'm leaving the Mac shack or the Apple Store uh, that song is on and this beautiful fluffy shiny huge crow just lands right in front of my car as I'm pulling away and I was just like mm, that is like you giving me the blessing which is just amazing um and it And it's just like one of those things of just like the universe being like, yes, yes, you're on the right path. Yes, 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 yes. Um, And then the other thing that happened is I woke up to a text from this woman I used to teach yoga to and do privates with. And she wants me to host a retreat in Green Lake um, in Wisconsin um, with her and a bunch of her friends. And I literally have the plan for this mapped out in my um like google drive from about four years ago when i was living in green lake and was trying to plan this retreat and like it just plunked right into my lap (laughs) so i had a call with her today and we're gonna do it like soon it's gonna happen soon so like i'm engaged we have a new rental house um I'm hosting a female retreat in Green Lake Wisconsin soon which I feel like just opens so many doors for me and like it just like is my highest excitement and like what I want to do with my life um and me creating this business that I have been the Marla Poppins and being able to cultivate more of a like facilitator conductor almost passive not quite but like I'm slowly facilitating this passive income for myself to open these doors for me to be able to do sound healings and retreats and all this kind of thing with by taking the pressure off. And like, that's the problem when you dive in head first, which I know works sometimes and you see it in coaching all the time. But like, when you dive in head first with something and strip away your income and fully trust that the income is going to come in, it creates this stress bubble around you where you're not showing up from a place of authenticity. You're showing up from a place of, I need this to survive. And I feel like it doesn't work that way. It doesn't align that way because you're showing up from a place of fear, not from a place of true alignment. And so for things like this just to fall in place, I feel like it's just it's just magic. It's just pure fucking magic. And there's been so much magic happening and I'm just so happy about it. And like, I can't even like, it's just like pinch me in my dreaming kind of situation. Um, and so the, the process through all of this and this week and all of the universal yeses and symbolisms and goodness, that's been kind of just like being passed to me I'm just like what is happening um has just been like pure positive thought and I know it's easy to be in a positive headspace when there's just general excitement in the energy around you um but instead of like I'll catch myself rabbit holing like um with the house situation it was kind of This rabbit hole of like, we're not going to get it. This is literally impossible. Like, why am I getting my hopes up for this? But like, no, 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 Marla, don't go down that rabbit hole. Hold the vision. Hold the vision. Hold the vision. Um, And same with just you know, even this retreat thing, like, yeah, I get a offshoot message, like, hey, I'm interested in doing this. Can we hop on a call about it? And I'm just like, and this might not happen like this. I could just be getting excited around this. And like, you know, I'm not holding expectations for it to go through, but I'm holding the vision. I'm holding the vision. I'm holding the vision. Um, And I've just been like, instead of, which is training your mind, like, Your mind is a muscle that you have to train, and the more you train it, and the more you work with um, recognizing and bringing awareness to your thought patterns, and being able to flip that into like not catching your thought patterns before you go down this deep, dark rabbit hole of negativity and self doubt and stuff, you can you can train yourself to pick up on when that's happening and really start to spin it off and just hold the vision. And so I know like the, like this positive thought is not the only thing like working right now in my favor. It's, it's just part of the, it's a piece of the whole. And, and I, and I know like it can be within the spiritual bypassing realm because you're like, uh, positive thought, positive thought, positive thought, like this is going to work, this is going to work. But I mean, obviously it takes action steps too. Like we wouldn't have got that house if I didn't happen to know the person and didn't happen to post that and um and that kind of thing. So, you know, with manifestation takes action and like, that's what you have to recognize it's like you can't just sit in a room and just like pray, 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 pray for something to happen. I mean, it might, but like the more powerful, potent way to go about that is to hold the vision and take action into what you want. Um, and so I've just been like fine tuning <laughs> this manifestation power. And it was really funny because the other day I was talking to Matt on the phone and it turned 11 11 and I was like, it's 11 11. I am open to receive miracles and all the abundance and like love and health and money and happiness and um, growth and all of this. And he goes, well, I don't believe in miracles. And I'm just like, what? Miracles are happening everywhere right now. Um, And he's like, I don't even remember exactly what he said, but he was just like, I think that undermines. (sighs) say? I think that undermines like the value of the work you put in to make something happen for yourself. Um, and I get it. I get that. But like, I really think with a positive mindset and a clear vision and action steps, you can really cultivate so much magic in your life. And like, so now I'm like debating, like, okay, I'm open to receive miracles. Should I change that too? I am open to receive all the magic in the world because I'm open to receive both, but maybe that makes it more concrete. <laughs> I don't know. So I'm toying around with these mantras and um, I've just, I've, I fall in and out of my mantras and I just feel like they're so potent to pick a day and a time or like just recite them every morning and just really stick to one until you feel like it's fully, uh, I don't know, received within yourself, um, received within your alignment. And, And then there's like this pull of, you know, I've been talking to a lot of friends and some of them are having harder times right now. And it's like, I know my true friends are getting giddy with me and allowing me to be within my excitement and holding space for that, even though they might not be feeling the same way. And I feel like sometimes when someone is in their highest excitement and their highest bliss and their highest alignment, even if it's just for a week, it's really easy to have these thoughts and feelings of jealousy of like, um, why are they doing so well? I'm not. Why are they feeling so good? Why am I not? Why is this happening for them and not me? And I think it's really important to be able to, especially as a female, Sit and hold space for the excitement of your friends, even if you're not feeling super excited, or setting boundaries and being like, Hey, I'm so excited for you right now, but I want to show up fully for you. So, like, I need a week. Um, And I think the more we hold excitement with each other, um, the more goodness comes in for us. So, it's like being supportive and not jealous. And, like, the more you can kind of hold space for someone else and be within their excitement with them I think the more gets tossed your way so you can be in your highest excitement too um and it's hard because when I'm in my highest excitement sometimes I'm like oh my god this is gonna end I don't want it to end but I know it's gonna end and like that's just the cycle of my life is I'm very emotional and I ride the emotional wave throughout my my time here and i know that like some weeks are going to be hard and some weeks are going to be fantastic and i am learning how to navigate for myself between the the two push and pulls and instead of like when I'm riding this high wave, being like well this is temporary like I know it's going to end soon my question to myself is like how long can I ride this one for like how good can it be for how long and like don't fixate on the fact that it's going to be over enjoy it while it's here um and then when I do come through like a low a low ride. Like what I've been doing with my business is when I'm not feeling good about it for like a couple days or something, I pull back and I stop working so fucking hard at building it. And I feel like the more I um, surrender to my own emotional state and where I'm at within the realm of growing certain things in my life, the more things seem to fall into place and the less control i just feel like i need to try and have around everything um and so you know i was talking to a friend the other day and she was just like i'm just really unsure about she's moving to and she's like i'm just really unsure about everything i'm unsure about this move i'm unsure about my relationship she's like i don't know why i'm not feeling like myself i'm feeling really sad and i can't stop crying all the time and my advice to her was like, lean into that, lean into that emotional turmoil, lean into um, the fact that you're not feeling so good. And she was just like, yeah, but this isn't me. And I'm like, but it is you, it's all part of you. And the more we learn to love every single part of ourselves, the more deeply we can fall in love with ourselves. And the more we can appreciate those moments that don't feel like you're fucking blasting off into space. And that feel like you're sitting there questioning everything so like you get in those phases where you're just like what the fuck am I doing <laughs> why am I doing this And I really truly enjoying it and I think in those moments it's like a lot of burnout speak a lot of burnout coming up and that's why I think there's such a beautiful fine balance between hitting the ground running and like also giving your time some space to just be. Um, And especially when running a business, it's like we don't see, we don't feel like we're 100% being successful and thriving and moving forward if we're taking breaks. But I truly believe that when you pull back and take some breaks and give yourself some pause and try not to attach guilt to that, it, it can like expedite the process of the growth because you're not continually burning yourself out. Um, so for example, like uh, for an example, I just had um, a couple of weeks ago, or I guess this week actually, which sucked, but like I was in such a happy place. I didn't really care, but I had a girl lined up to go clean for a woman. I checked in on with her at like 3 PM the day before saying like, Hey, just a reminder, like, you know, you have the cleaning shift tomorrow from 10 to one, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, yeah, definitely. I'll be there. And then what happens? She fucking no call, no shows. I really disrespect people who fucking do shit like that. And I highly suggest that if you are the type of person that isn't comfortable even telling someone you're not going to be there to really fucking work on it because you not only screw over yourself because now I will mm-mm, done with that um so she screwed herself over, she screwed me over and she screwed the client over. Um and you know, through those moments sometimes I'm like, okay, this is not a week for me to be working on growing my business. This is a week for me to like bask in the fact that I just got engaged, bask in the fact that we just got a really awesome rental house exactly where we want with a fenced in backyard that like literally said no pets on the application, but is now allowing us to have our two dogs in there. And So I pulled back this week and people would reach out to me, hey, you have any more jobs for me? Like I'm looking to pick up more shifts, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just kind of like, hey, not this week. I'll be back in contact next week. I'm kind of taking a little while because I got engaged and people respect that. Um, And I know this next week I'm coming into like my ovulation and so I'm going to be more high energy and peak energy. And this is the time to really cultivate and manifest and do the outreach and hit the ground running and... I also had like a couple extra things on my schedule the last two weeks. So my schedule was a lot busier and I didn't have as much space to do what I usually like to be doing to grow my business and like the marketing and the outreach stuff. But because I gave myself that pause and it was only a week, just a week. It's not a year. It's not six months. It's just a week Um, because I gave myself that pause. Now I know next week I will go in with the ramped up energy level that I need to be cultivating more goodness and more outreach and more growth and and the thing I've been realizing is like the more I try and force something to happen the more I try and push people to do something the more I step into like that salesy mentality or like continually bothering people about something the more things don't work and the more things don't line up and I think that's like a really good lesson in life too is like we have an option to obviously take action steps and like move forward. And I think it's up to you to cultivate your own happiness. But when it's not there, I think we get so judgmental on ourselves and so down on ourselves, and it almost makes it worse. And I know I've touched on this a lot in a bunch of different podcasts, but I'm just like – I'm integrating – It's hard, like I'm integrating every week, every week, this thought process, this feminine energy, this, um, like listen to my body and listen to my mental state and listen to the universe and what it's, what it's telling me. And it's been a really big change in how I, how, how I see my own worth and how I see my own enoughness and how I value myself and like how I'm showing up in this world and, it's a constant reminder of be patient. Um it's everything is pretty much out of your control, you know, in the greater realm. Like you have no control of um what what body you're born into, when you're born, when your death is gonna happen, when you get engaged, when you have babies. Like it's just it's kind of like the beauty of being a human is to fully surrender and be one with nature in a way. And in the way nature like surrenders to like the weather patterns or you know like boulder just we had like two 70 degree weeks and then we just got four or five inches of snow on Thursday night. And you know it's just like the nature here surrenders to that fully and doesn't try and control or change it. And you see all these little tulips blooming and then all of a sudden you're like, oh no, you're gonna get plastered with snow. And then it happens and I'm just the snow's melted today and they're all still thriving. And it's just Moving with the rhythms and the patterns and the weather that's getting thrown your way, it's like, how do you fully surrender to what's coming and what is, and without trying to change it or force it? And now, the opposite side of this is yes, surrender, don't control, and rest for sure. But, like, if you fall into deep to that pattern there just like there's a fine line and a balance between everything and it's hard to find it because let's say you want to surrender this week and then you want to take a step back next week and then you take a step back the week after soon that becomes your ha- habit and your pattern is to just not progress and not take action so it's finding that balance during let's say the month of like, okay, when am I going to feel my peak or when I am feeling my peak, how am I going to capitalize on this and, and really run, run with it when I'm feeling my lowest, how am I going to love myself through that in order to move past it? Um, so like you could fall into that loop of just like not doing anything ever and not taking action to move forward ever. And then you just get stuck in this, you get stuck in the stagnicity, um, Where like if you grace yourself with, you know, the week to just surrender and be and then, you know, the next week you're going to like you ramp it up a little bit. So. I'm not saying to like never do anything when you're not feeling like it. I'm saying, ask your body and ask your mental state and ask yourself, if I push myself past this boundary this time, is it going to just continue to feel worse and get worse? Um, Or if I allow myself to rest this time, will that allow me to cultivate more energy to move forward in a little bit of time? And it's loving all of these pieces of yourself um, in all of the emotions, in all of the the ebbs and the flows in the flood, in the, in the storms, in the darkness, in the light, like how can you love yourself deeper through all of the moments in, you know, sometimes I'll have a year where I feel like shit (laughs) and I'm still moving forward and I'm still progressing, but like, you know, I'm, I'm in a deep depression and then there'll be, you know, two or three months where I'm just like riding that fucking wave, baby. I feel really good. I'm getting a lot done. I feel like I'm on top of the world and things are growing and working out perfectly. And it's like, how can you see that as all one piece of this beautiful whole of your journey of your life without telling yourself bad things? And that's where this monkey mind comes in where it's like, it's like this little thing talking in your head, telling you how horrible you are. And like, you would never talk to anyone else like that. Probably not even the people you hated, but we talk to ourselves like that. And it's like, how can we find these pieces and these moments when the monkey mind turns on and how do we cultivate, turn that, spiral that into a positive thought process or like holding a different vision? and that's what i've been kind of practicing a lot more lately it's because i feel really good and i've been in a really good mental space and like i've been really consistent with my microdosing which has been super helpful and so i'm able to pick up on those self-sabotaging thoughts of just like what am i doing i'm not good enough for this i'm not worthy enough for this how did i even deserve this and i've i'm able to be like no i have put in so much work and i've done so much and i've been through so much and like I I deserve this, and I think sometimes it's easy for us to be like things are going too good, like something's got to go wrong, or my relationship is too good, like something bad's gonna happen. This can't even be true, and then we we manifest that for ourselves. <laughs> and when I was talking to this friend that I keep bringing up, um, you know, I was like, we all are living on this this path. That we're on. We're in our reality right now in this universe. We're in our reality. We're on this path. And we tend to think about alternate realities all the time. We take ourselves out of the present and we go down this alternate timeline where we are like, but what if this? But is this really right for me? But is it? But and we have these what ifs and buts and alternate timelines. And am I going to be happier doing something else? And and we really forget that that focusing on the path we're on right now is the most important piece because it might split off, but you don't know. So if you can't be within the present enjoying what's going on currently, and your mind is always going on these alternate timelines and creating all these, these narratives that just aren't even true in your reality right now. We get so caught up in them that we can't be happy within the present moment of what we're doing. And those timelines are not even, they don't even exist. And so we tend to like get too far ahead of ourselves and, and the, in this question question realm. And we forget to, to recognize the current... The current things and all the current love right in front of us right now. And it's just, the mind is just a, a, a wild, wild thing. And I think it's powerful beyond what we even realize. Um, and we spend so much time fighting with it within the simplicity of negative self-talk and Is this really where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to be doing? And is this relationship really correct for me? And we get, and we tend to spiral out into these little whips of loops off of what our current reality, our current path is. And I think it can be all consuming to where the point you do self sabotage yourself. And so, you know, it's just like, and we're focusing so much on. The negative thought processes and combating those constantly that I feel like our mind is like, can't fully be an expression of its power because it's like you're constantly in this fight or flight mode and and we're not like allowing, it. I hope this is making sense, but we're not allowing it to come to its full capacity capabilities of power and thoughts are super powerful and create things in like this metaphysical reality that might not come to you tomorrow, but might come to you, you know, five years from now. I remember when I was living with my grandma in Green Lake um, in like 2017 and every day i was writing in my journal she would have her coffee and her jam and toast and i would sit next to her and have my coffee and i would write in my journal and it was my gratitude journal every day and every day i'd write the mantra like i am open to receive abundance and money abundance and love abundance and friendship abundance and health um every day i wrote it over and over and over again and and i feel like i am in a place of such abundance right now and it like gives me full body goosebumps and I feel like the power of that mantra that I was using, seven, like five years, four or five years ago, is now fully being coming up and being embodied. And so these practices take time, and I understand it gets discouraging if it doesn't show itself immediately. But continuing to hold the vision and hold the vision and hold the vision for for forever for the rest of your life, keep holding the vision of what you want and what it feels like. And I know I've told a couple of friends, like, hold the vision. What is the vision of your ideal situation? They're like, I don't even know. I can't imagine that. And I'm like, well, then what does it feel like? And, you know, you can feel what you want your ideal future to look like. And maybe right now kind of sucks. Maybe you feel stuck. Maybe you feel stagnant. Maybe you feel like you need to change. Maybe you're uncertain and the ground feels shaky, but it's all just temporary and it's all leading you to, More beauty, and we can't have consistent, like, glory in our lives, or else when the glory came, it wouldn't feel glorious. (laughs) It would feel just minute and, and uh, what's like monotone. And so learning to love every single step of the way and learning to love every single place you're in and every single emotion that's coming up and really holding yourself through them all is so important because if we just get stuck in the negative mind loop, it's like a trap. And I feel like it takes a really like a big trauma to pull you out of that thought process. And it sucks (laughs) to say that trauma is what, takes people out of these robotic movements throughout their life and really shifts things but it's true and that's just another point of like how these horrible horrific feelings and things that happen in our life can really be the catalyst to move forward and grow and light a fire up your ass and so um yeah, I guess I've just been really, really playing around with it with myself. And I think that it's all such a big experiment. And um, and that's what I look at life as is like, it's one giant experiment. And let me see how fucking powerful I can be and how much manifestation I can cultivate within my life. And how much grace and ease I can move through it in and how much love I can give myself and therefore have love to give to others. And how I show up in the world is how people are going to show up for me and like how to set boundaries around the people that don't. Um, And so I think that our mind and just like really are really full of magic and when we use mantras to bring ourselves back into the present to bring ourselves back into awareness of what we're calling into our lives I think it's such a powerful tool and um, I don't know just like with microdosing and stuff you know I have a bunch of podcasts podcasts on that but um, I made microdoses for a client a couple weeks ago because she was having a really hard time and it just like broke my fucking heart and like, I didn't know how to bring it up to her. Like, yeah, I take magic mushrooms, (laughs) um, in a very, very small dose in order to, um, help with my depression and anxiety. But, um, I like had to, I, I made her some and I sound healed them and I did some Reiki on them and I made it really special. I put them with crystals and a, a dried flower and a little note in the jar and just to make it like that much more intentional. And I think the more we move with intention through our life, the more magic can come in too. Um, But I like when I was explaining to her how I do my microdosing and how I make it such a ritual for myself where I like hold it to my throat chakra and I either hum to it or pray to it or talk to it or say an intention with it. And I feel like the little mushroom spirits can hear me. um, And I get really excited about microdosing days. I get up and I dance and I'm like, it's microdosing day. And I feel like because I cultivate that intention within myself, those are the days where like so much magic pours in. And the more we can wake up and have intentionality with what we're doing and how we're showing up rather than moving through the day, like, you know, when you're driving in a car and you like drive like five miles and you kind of snap out of it and you're just like, wait a second, how did that even happen? Because you're just daydreaming so deep. It's like, like, that's what I feel like can happen to your every single day life where we just turn into this robot and move through the days and then the weeks and then the months and then that's like one of my greatest fears is moving through my life like that and then being at the end and being like well wait what the fuck just happened it's like you have to enjoy every single part of the journey no matter how painful or hard it is in order to continue on this path of love and intentionality and magic. And I think like, if you think about it, humans are miracles within themselves. Like the fact that we exist on this planet is pretty miraculous. The fact that a woman carries a baby for nine months and pops it out and then it breathes and exists and it's just it's all so magical and I think the more that we can witness magic happening in our external world the more we can witness it in our internal world as well and the more we can witness it in our internal world is the more we can push it out into the external world and um, it's up to all of these little light warriors or intuitives or empaths or just people who are really connected and, and, and can see what's going on within our society and our planet to take on some of this burden of collective, not saying like you need to take on the collective pain, but like take on the burden of guiding the way, take on the burden of being the freaking leader take on the burden of showing the world how it can be different and how it can be magic and how it can be full of love and how it doesn't have to be so full of hate and so competitive and so full of jealousy and and unhappiness and it's just you have the power to take that in and and cultivate the magic within yourself by loving every part of the journey and every piece of the way and and not forcing yourself into these programs that we have placed in front of us and are told that this is right and that's wrong it's it's just so silly to me like how can someone one person be like all right this is the program follow it this is what you have to do in society got to do go work go work a lot pay your bills have a kid <laughs> raise your family like it and it's just, we're all such unique individual humans that it's like, we're not cut, we're not cut out to all be doing the same things. So when we get placed in this box of this program that is told like, equals, and you follow that and it doesn't feel good and it doesn't fill your cup up, then like something needs to radically change. And, and I think that a lot of times there's a lot of fear around that, um, around like making a change or telling your family that, you know, you believe in this, that, or this, or like, I'm a witch and I'm going to tell you guys. And it's just a lot of, there's a lot of fear of judgment around it or a fear of being loved less or looked at differently. And the only way that we will make change in this world. And the only way that massive change has been happening is people leaning into fear and 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 facing off with it. And I think that's what I've done in my businesses is like, yeah, I'm, I don't know why I'm the type of person that I'm just like, let's fucking go, let's do it. I'm gonna take the leap, let's go. If I fail, I don't see it as failure. I feel I see it as like a step towards more success. Um, and it's a hard mentality to have. And I think the more we practice it the easier it becomes so like leaning into something that makes you really scared but makes you really really excited um, is just a way for exponential growth to happen and continuing to do that in your life over and over and over again and 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 like the consistency of not giving up like of course rest when you need don't give up and so there's this fine balance between between it all and and finding the balance is the key and in everything in life. You know, you hear moderation is key and it and it really is moderation in in it all. And, and I know some people work better with rigidity, like let's say you have to do your morning practice from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. every single day, or you won't do it at all. I don't do well that way. And um I've been finding like the more that I listen to other people tell me how to have my morning practice or lead my life or or how to be on more of a rigid schedule, the more I fall out of it. And the more I listen to my own intuition and and again, like holding the vision for myself consistently throughout the day, like that's where my magic happens for me. Um yeah, that was kind of a whirly wind of a loop-de-loop of a thought process, but <laughs> um when I'm on it I'm on it and I hope that was helpful but yeah it's just been it's been a it's been a wicked amazing week and I feel like I've been more in my sacral like pleasure center and even when I have days when I don't want to do something or go work somewhere have this interview or I have to tell a client that a girl no call no showed and then they get mad at me for it and I just have to take the blame. It's like the more I can be in my like, this is temporary. I have a greater vision. This is just a blip in the screen mindset. The easier it is to move past and not take personally and not feel like I failed or that I'm not good enough for what I'm doing. And it's all learning lessons and a process. And I'm learning so much, so much as I go, and how to do certain things and how not to, and be open to feedback. And I mean, I had to fire a fucking client a couple of weeks ago. Um, she just wasn't in alignment, and I couldn't please her, and she was in frustration. And I said, you know what? I'm really sorry. It's not going to work out between us. I feel like this working relationship is just pure frustration and I can't give you what you're asking for, what you're looking for. So I think it'd be best if we just separate ways right now. And that's hard because you don't want to give away business. You know, you want to please everyone, but you can't. And I'd rather have a business that feels good with clients that feel amazing with things that are aligned and feel really good than have clients that are consistently stressing me out. And I think that's that tis of life It's like really setting boundaries and navigating what, where is my highest excitement and how can I cultivate more of this? And, and I think the, the it was crazy because the moment I let go of that client, <laughs> one of my other clients calls it firing a client, which I love. Um, once I fired that client, like I got like three more client calls that day. <laughs> because i was shutting that door of like what wasn't serving me anymore and what wasn't serving her either and it just opens space for so much more magic to trickle in and so you know it's it's just this push and pull and play like let's not take it so seriously let's play within it and and trust that the universe is going to provide us with exactly what we need exactly when we need it with action steps and it's just so fun to play in that metaphysical realm of being able to manifest things um and call in so much goodness and and feel so blessed and so grateful to have it coming into your life you know um yeah I think that's all I got for you (laughs) it was a lot um but It's been, it's been a good week and I'm excited to celebrate and, and take a really long luscious. I like slept for 12 hours last night. It was amazing. And I'm just like gracing myself some, some time to be excited and be within the presence of my relationship and the presence of the excitement of moving and the presence of excitement around this new chapter and new journey in my life. And, um, it feels really exciting and I'm feeling blessed and I'm feeling so grateful for everything. So um but holding on to that and again hold on to the vision. What is your vision? What is your ideal vision for 10 years from now? What's your ideal vision from for five years, 30 years? And How can you take action steps to move closer to that? And what does it feel like? And how can you move with more grace and ease through the turbulence of life? Because it's not fucking easy. It's not easy at all. And the more we can approach the turbulence with alignment and ground and self-love, I think the easier the turbulence becomes every time and it's, I don't think it ever ends. I think you continually learn and grow. And as long as you're receptive to it and bring self-awareness to the pieces that don't feel right, or that you get feedback on that don't feel right. I don't know. We're making so much magic (laughs) together on this planet and I love it. I love it so much. Um, but I hope all that was helpful. And I hope you're all having a really beautiful day or night or morning or whatever. Um, but, yeah, manifestation power is real. and you know, like attracts like, so keep keep your mind, keep your mind in tight. And when it's not in tight, give yourself some space and take a bath or read or journal or whatever feels best for you and and be communicative about. That communicative about it. Like if you need a week of just, you're not feeling like your best self, tell your friends, Hey, I need a week. I'm not feeling like my best self. I can't show up for you and I'm sorry, but I'll be back. (laughs) Um, yeah, I love you all. And I hope you have a beautiful day and a beautiful week. And so nice to be here and I love you. Love you. Love you.